Hello and welcome back to the Daily Royal, a podcast that covers all the daily events of the seven European royal families. Today we are going to be covering all of the events from Thursday, February 11th of 2021. And oh boy, were there a lot of things. Like an insane amount of things, actually. I personally was considering not doing a podcast today because I'm not having the best day of my life. Um, but then I went and I looked at the script again for the outline and I went, oh, we definitely need to record a podcast today too. Um, because otherwise the next few episodes will be extremely long to get through all the stuff we have to get through today. So we are going to jump right in. Not a lot of time to dilly dally. And we are going to jump right in with the Swedish Royal family. So let's go over there now. So in Sweden, we had, like I said, there were a lot of events in every single royal family today. So we'll start in Sweden. Um, So first on the calendar was King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria, and Prince Daniel met over Skype, Zoom, whatever video conferencing thing they use um, with the meeting uh, with the head of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs American Unit. Uh, to discuss relationships and priorities between Sweden and I believe just the U.S. is what the um, the like blurb from the royal family's website made it seem like. Um, yeah. Okay. So priority issues in relations between Sweden and the United States were the was the big point of conversation. Um, And I just have, like, one question as an American. Like, I understand that we dominate a lot of things in terms of, like, people talk about us a lot. But, like, what is the fascination with the Swedish royal family and what's going on over here? Um, It just seems like... A lot. This has happened, the only country this has happened with is Sweden. Um, I mean, there have been, like, phone calls that have been announced or, um, you know, I remember in April, like, King Felipe of Spain called President Trump, uh, former President Trump, about the canceled state dinner that was supposed to be happening around that time. Um But, like, that seemed to have a reason. Uh, Queen Elizabeth reached out to former President Trump on July 4th. That seemed appropriate. Um, But, like, no other country has publicized as much about the U.S. than the Swedish royal family. And I genuinely don't understand why. Like, there's a huge part of me that doesn't get it. There's a big part of me that does get it. But, like, why is it only Sweden? Right? Like, that's my question. Why is it only them? For what reason? Um, I don't know. I just kind of want them to leave us alone. Like, we're working out our problems here. (laughs) 
Um, but, you know, this seems to be a much more productive conversation in terms of relationships and priority issues and such now that um, we're kind of in a different state than we were a month ago. Um, you know, we have a normal acting president and a president who believes in global relations and things like that. So it does make sense. It's just, I either need the Swedish royal family to stop focusing on us or other royal families to start having these conversations as well. I don't know. One or the other would be okay. <laughs> I don't know. Just leave us alone. We're going through some stuff. We're like, we're having some rebellious teenage years, like way too many years too late. Um, okay. So that was the first thing. And then Crown Princess Victoria had a digital meeting, um, with the Crown Princess Couples Foundation, um, just like an organizational meeting. Um, and then Prince Daniel sent a video greeting to the Sustain Tech Venture Day, which was focused on new technology enterprises and as well as the like green shift towards um, sustainable, get this, sustainable technology, sustain tech. Um, so that is what the um, day was for Sweden. Um, lots going on. Um, so here's what I'm going to do for the rest of this, um, podcast. Wow. I'm so tired. Podcast episode. Um, I am going to just try and talk about like one big thing, like one topic of the th multiples from each country today. Um, and then, um, just kind of go through the other ones. So that's what I just did. I went really in depth on the foreign affairs conversation um, and then just kind of read off the other two. Um, but I just wanted to give you a heads up. There are so many countries that had multiple events today that I want to make sure like I'm not spending too much time um, on each country and just kind of going through one event in depth while the other two are just... Um, you know, read-offs because that happens sometimes. Um, so with that, we are going to go ahead now and move on to the Spanish royal family. So in Spain today, um, we had my favorite event from any royal family ever. Um, and this is, of course, the credentials of new ambassadors. Um, and so this week, King Felipe received the credentials of new ambassadors from Saudi Arabia, Korea. This is South Korea, um, Canada, Tunisia, Guatemala, and the Dominican Republic. So the way this works... They hand their credentials over. They say a little rehearsed thing, um, which is pretty normal. And um, then they go in and talk very briefly about, like, priorities between the two countries. Um, so that was King Felipe's event. I won't go too much into detail about the credentials because I literally talk about it all the time. Um, so then next we had... 
Um, Queen Letizia held a couple of audiences. So first she held an audience with representatives of the Spanish Mental Health Confederation, um, which is something she has done for a long time. Um, and this is an assumption, but something that she probably cares a lot about personally. Uh, but like I said, that's an assumption. Um, it's not a guaranteed fact. It's a logical assumption. Um, but just throwing that out there. Um, and so she has been, she's had video conferences with them. I think she held an in-person audience with them shortly after, um, like in-person things were allowed again in Spain. And um, today she continued that process of hearing about how the pandemic is affecting uh, mental health for uh, the Spanish population, because of course it's affecting mental health. Um, you know, I, I know we all kind of have like these really up and down days around the pandemic. Like some days are really great. Other days you just feel like completely stuck. Um, and I've noticed a lot like now that, you know, for, for us in the States, our case numbers are going down. Um, in my state, we just had our curfew lifted or it will be lifted in the very near future. My county specifically took down its stay at home advisory. Um, so like there seems to be for now, at least a light at the end of this tunnel, which you can definitely sense when you're like out and about. I mean, I personally am out and about every day due to my like day job. Um, so I just, I've noticed like today, especially there was definitely like a lighter mood in the world um, when I was in restaurants and stuff. So that was, um, you know, there are ups and downs to the pandemic and like the good days and bad days in terms of mental health and like, um, so that was something that she just continued her uh, conversations about like she's been doing for ever I, a long time at least um but then especially during the pandemic um okay so that was the second thing um finally queen Leti queen letizia held an audience with representatives of the european association against leukodystrophies in spain so i did a little bit of research and leukodystrophy is um a brain issue um, in which there's an abnorm abnormal growth of white brain matter um, and so that affects a lot of different it can affect a lot of different varieties of things including like speech and also um, mobility um, strength and legs and stuff like that um, and so one thing that you have you we have not gotten to see a lot over the past year um, is Queen Letizia interacting with children and there was a little girl there um, who had this leukodystrophy and it just reminded me of a normal time because Letizia just is great with children. Um, I think I've talked I talked about that right about a year ago now. Um, she just lights up around them and it's great. Um, and so you got to see a little bit of that today, which we haven't seen really in a year, um, just because she doesn't get a chance to really interact with kids because we're living in a global pandemic. Um, so that was something that I just enjoyed a lot. Um, but yeah, so that's what was going on in Spain. And now we are going to go ahead and move on to Norway.
Norway. There were a lot more events today than I thought there were going to be. Um, and I really didn't think I would have anything to talk about, but um, we had, again, three events in Norway. Um, so first we had, and I wanna, I wanna say this up top, there is an order of precedence um, that I choose to follow um, when it comes to when Crown Prince Akun is serving as regent. So he right now is above his mother, uh, who is Queen Sonia. Um, but I just want to make that very clear when I'm about to read off his events first and then her event last. Um, this is the actual order of precedence. Um, it's very bizarre. It throws me off every single time. Um, but I wanted to throw that in at the top just to be like, hey, this is why. Um, if you think, wait, why is the queen below the crown prince? It's because Akun is serving as regent while his father is on sick leave after a um, leg surgery oh, two weeks ago, I think, or two-ish weeks ago. So first we have crown prince Akun, who is serving as regent, um, participating in a digital visit to the organization of District Fathers Norway, um, which is an organization that has a lot of different programs that work together to increase fatherly participation in their children's lives. Um, so this was a video working visit, I think I mentioned that, um, but a, a video visit to talk with um, staff of the organization as well as some fathers who are involved. Um, in terms of like how it's been a positive impact on their life and I just think like I, I recognize like I live in a country that probably has these things too um, it's just you don't I don't hear about it because we don't have people pointing to them very often like you have to follow the right people to know and I, I don't, um, so I just thought like this was a really cool, um, organization to spotlight and it looks like it actually is, um, new. So it's a newly started organization. Um, and one of the fathers that participated in the video call, um, just really said like it's really awesome to be part of um, a project that promotes the importance of fathers participation in children and young people's lives um, because there aren't I mean there are I'm sure organizations that do that but there aren't a lot um, in my past life I was a social worker who worked in children's services um, and organizations around that and like there weren't organizations that I could refer fathers to to help them learn the skills to become better participants in their child's life. Um, and this is, of course, such a Nordic thing to do um, in terms of like, of course, Norway has a program that is promoting men's participation and raising of the children. Um, I, I think it's great. I think it's amazing. Um, but it's just, of course, this is what Norway is doing. I love it. Um, I'm getting ready. I'm waiting for it to come in from the library, but I'm getting re ready to read a book called The Nordic Theory of Everything um, that really explains like why these Scandinavian countries do things the way they do and why they're so much happier than, you know, the states are. Um, but I am really excited. And I think this kind of like falls into that category of like teaching fathers to be involved in a way that 
is fun and inclusive and awesome. Um, so that was the first event. And then the next two were just kind of audiences that no information was really given on. Um, but first we have Crown Prince Akun holding an audience with the foreign minister. This is something that is seeming to happen every single Thursday. Um, and then also present during the audience was Queen Sonia. And then later on, Queen Sonia held an audience with the prioress of the London Cloister, uh, or London, London Cloister, um, but it's a, it's a cloister, um, it, from the Monastery of Lunden, um, and so this is another, I don't know what's going on about, like, all these monasteries and convents and cloisters, um, in the past couple of days, but, um, the prioress is, of course, the head of the, um, nuns for the mon at the monastery of Lunden. Um, so I just, like, I went in, I personally went on to a deep dive about, like, this. I'm not going to go into that here, but, like, it was just kind of an interesting, um, thing to read through. So, okay, so that's what was happening in Norway. And now we are going to move on to the Netherlands. Netherlands, they were low on events today, meaning they had two instead of three. You guys just wait till we get to Belgium. Oh my goodness. Spoil, uh, preview of what's to come. Belgium had so many things. Um, okay. So in the Netherlands though, just with two events, they're light on the calendar today. Um, first King Willem Alexander visited the Montaigne Lyceum, which is a secondary school um, where he toured and talked with teachers and students about the effects that the pandemic has had on education, as well as, like, the lockdowns, um, have had on their education. So this school is actually, like, a pretty big secondary school. I think it's, like, over a thousand students, which may not seem big to a lot of you if you're from the States. Some of you went to mega high schools. I personally graduated with, like, 200 and some other people. It may not have even been 200. I don't quite remember, um, but my high school graduating class was incredibly small, and my college graduating class, I think, was less, a thousand or less. Um, I've always gone to just very small schools. Um, my high school was in a very rural part of my state, um, or at least it was at the time. It's not rural anymore. Um, some parts are, but for the most part, it's not. It's a lot of subdivisions now, too. Um, which doesn't make sense if you're not an American or Canadian. Sorry. Subdivisions are a whole world into themselves. But anyway, this school seems very large to me. Um, and so I can't even imagine trying to do a pandemic schooling situation in a large setting like this. Um... I can barely imagine how it's happening at my former high school, um, and they've only grown, you know, a little bit since I was there, so, but they do, they go to school in person every day, I don't know how they do it, um, 
And so Willem Alexander was there. This is one of like, the, he hasn't done a lot of um, in-person engagements. Uh, neither has Queen Maxima. In fact, I think Queen Maxima maybe has not done any so far this year. Um, and Willem Alexander has only done a few in person. So this is like a big deal that he came and like he toured the school um, and had different conversations. The school, like, I don't know if she's a school journalist or whatever, um, but she actually like did a little video um, of it. And it's very cool. It's a very cute video. I'll have it linked on the website, thedailyroyal.com. So you can definitely check it out there. Uh, but it's just like a really cute thing. It is all in Dutch, but like you can just kind of see Willem Alexander interact with people, which there, I personally don't find a lot of videos of that. I don't, I will say like, I don't look that hard. Um, I really just rely on like what the Royal households put out. And, um, sometimes if I feel like I have more time in the day, I will definitely seek out other videos, but that doesn't happen very often right now. Um, so I'll have that linked on the website. Uh, like I said, thedailyroyal.com. Um, so that was Willem Alexander's event. And then we go on to Queen Maxima, who held a digital working visit with nonprofits um, that work in the Orange Foundation program, Voluntary Care in the Family. Um, so the press release was pretty simple on this. I didn't completely understand what was happening. Um, in terms of like, they didn't go into a lot of detail, which is fine because, you know, we've spent a good bit of um, time on Willem Alexander's event, but um, I want, I try, I would like to give some context to these. Um, but there just really aren't that many things out there on it. Yeah, even the, Facebook social media write-up is not super helpful in terms of describing um, what the event was about. So unfortunately, I don't have a lot of information on that. Um, but yeah, like I said, that's what was going on in the Netherlands. We actually are skipping Denmark because, surprise, surprise, Denmark had nothing on the calendar. Um, you guys, I have to say... I just went through the Danish Royal House's, like, scheduled events calendar. There is nothing on there from now until April 16th, which is Queen Margrethe's 81st birthday. I'm sure they'll have pop-up events, but there is nothing scheduled in March, in April. The only reason... But that's on the calendar, as I'm sure it's pre-programmed, and they have a cute little Danish flag on the date. They have them for all the for all the birthdays. Uh, it's just shocking to me. I miss it so much. Okay, so with that, we are going to go ahead and move on now to the British royal family. Sorry, my dog just stepped on my keyboard. She got very excited. Um, okay, but we are going to go ahead and move on to the British royal family to look at the court circular. So let's go do that now. So 
So in the UK, there was nothing public announced today. Um, like I said, those videos of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Um, <laughs> sorry, Twitter is a fun place to be now. It's really not, but that photo was particularly funny. Um, the video of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge talking to nursing students was released yesterday. So I've already talked about that. Although technically it was released today in the UK, I had already seen it. Um, so now we are going to go over the court circular for February 11th of 2021. Um, okay. So, oh, this is kind of exciting. It's not, but it kind of is. Uh, the Prince of Wales held a telephone meeting with the prime minister of the Hellenic Republic, which is Greece. Um, that's really cool. I want to go back. Actually, okay, I'll talk about that for just a second. So one of the things that I have always kind of wanted to do on this podcast, but haven't, um, just because like my personal time management is not the greatest. Um, and it, this requires a good amount of research, like in addition to daily events. Um, but one of the things that I had kind of pre-prepared for, COVID or had wanted to research for COVID restrictions last year when I thought things were just going to completely stop. Um, little did I know that the Royal household households would for the most part rise to the occasion and like show up, um, is I wanted to talk about deposed Royal families. And one that I am very intrigued by is the Greece, the Greek Royal family. Um, and like how they came to be um, deposed, at least the most recent time. There's a complicated history with the Greek royal family, and it's really fascinating. So maybe one of these days, if I can get my life kind of back on track a little bit, uh, back to having my stuff all together and organized, I would love to... Um, spend one of my days off. I only get one right now, but one of my days off, my day off, um, doing some research on at least the Royal families that have been deposed that like fascinate me. So like Russia and how that all came to be in the, um, earlier 1900s. Um, and then also like the Greeks, um, I don't know. It's just fascinating. And like what the Greek Royal family does now, even, you know, I am endlessly perturbed that they still call themselves by their titles it cracks me up um that people who will never like rule a country are calling themselves crown prince and crown princess i hate it so much but like that's a topic for another day um but this the um prime minister of greece just kind of reminded me that at some point i do want to talk about that um okay so that was event number one on the court circular next uh the prince of wales held a meeting with the sustainable markets initiative um and then we go to kensington palace and it looks like the duke of cambridge was speaking to different hospitals throughout the uk um probably in a continued effort to talk about the um Oh my goodness. What are they called? Vaccinations. Um, gosh, I don't know why I just lost the word vaccination in my head, but it, it went away. Um, but to continue talking about the vaccination initiative that is happening in the UK. Um, so that's what was on the court circular. Oh goodness. Okay. Um, 
sorry, there was an ad in the middle of it and I just want to make sure that I covered everything. Um, yeah, lots of, lots of hospitals. Um, also, <laughs> there's a hospital called Borders General Hospital, but when I first read it, I just saw General Hospital and cracked up a little bit because that's an American soap opera that has been on all of my life. Um, okay, sorry, I'm getting tired. <laughs> okay, so that's what was going on in the UK, and now gear up because we are headed to Belgium. So I try to make these segments about five minutes each. Sometimes I go a little over, sometimes I go a little under, but like I like for my episodes to average about 30-ish minutes. That doesn't work when you have seven royal families in five minutes each. Usually they don't all have events, okay? Usually. Or nor do they have three to five events per day because that's right. The Belgian royal family had five events today. Five what? I am shocked. Absolutely shocked. Um, like we go from one untalked about meeting a day to now we have five engagements. Shook, I say. I am shook. Okay, so um, I also want to talk about the fact that I missed an event yesterday. Uh, so yesterday, King Philippe met with the president of the, or the minister president of the Brussels capital region, um, not to be confused with the prime minister of Belgium, which when you Google minister president of Brussels capital is what comes up first, by the way, not actually what it is, but that was a Google failure. If you ask me, um, okay. So that was yesterday's event. Sorry. It wasn't a lot to talk about, so I didn't want to include it. Um, and now we go into today. Um, so first, King Philippe held an audience with the president of the Federation of Belgian Enterprises. Um, I would like to commend Monarchy BE, which is the Twitter handle and website name for the Belgian monarchy, um, for changing the picture that they use of Lankin, which is the castle, um, and they put it to a winter photo, which is going well with my collection. I'm collecting photos of royal palaces surrounded by snow. Um, thank thankfully, Spain had some snow this year. And so I have a very lovely photo of the royal palace in Madrid. And now I have one of Lankin. And then there was one posted from the Swedish royal family and one posted from the Danish royal family. And I think I saw a photographer today post one of Buckingham Palace. So all that's missing for me is Norway in, in the Netherlands in snow. So if they could get on posting that and sharing it, that'd be great. Um, I don't know. It's just a fun 2021 collection item, I guess. I don't know. Um, so props to them for updating that photo. I really appreciated it. Um, okay, so now we go on to Queen Matilde's series of audience, digital audiences today. Um, so first, she met with representatives of Enable, which is spelled 
E-N-A-B-E-L. Um, so like B-E-L is obviously the first three letters of Belgium. Um, and this is a Belgian development agency. So they work on um, development for developing countries and helping them thrive um, or grow and thrive. Um, and so today she met with representatives from that organization who are based in Morocco, Uganda, Senegal, and Congo. The Congo? Is it Congo or the Congo? I've always called it Congo. I've always called it the Congo, I think. But then I wrote Congo on here. I don't know. I feel like I should get that one right, especially when talking about Belgium and the Congo. For those who don't know, there's a very complicated history between Belgium and the Congo. It's very complicated, it's very ugly, it's very, um, it's been pulled into the public light a little bit uh, recently, well, in the summer of 2020, because it was definitely part of like the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, Google it, it's a great read. Also, there's a really good book that I was forced to read in college and absolutely hated reading, but now as an adult enjoyed it. Um, but it's called King Leopold's Ghost and it's all about like the atrocities that he committed in the Congo. It's a very good, it's it's not a good book in terms of like the content is not positive, but it's a well-written, re it's really good. Um, I regret hating it in college, but I did. Um, Okay, so that was the first the first of Queen Matilde's series of audiences. Uh, next, she held a digital audience with the founders of a, this was odd to me, but a six-day singing marathon called Allez Chantez, um, which is go sing in French. Thank you, Google Translate. Um, I only wish I had a better accent when I speak French because I wanna sound super fancy. Um, and here's one thing that doesn't happen when you speak Spanish. You don't sound fancy. You just sound like you're speaking Spanish, um, especially when you still speak with an American accent, which is, I do. Um, I'm getting better, but I still speak with an American accent when I speak Spanish. Um, but anyway, I found that Ale Chante uh, Go Sing to be incredibly fun. And who needs a six-day singing marathon in their life? I really kind of think I'm into it but also would get annoyed by like day one. Um, okay, and then finally, we have Queen Matilde holding a digital audience with the regional director for the World Health Organization for Africa to learn about the <laughs> development of the pandemic in that country. Um, yeah, so, so many things. Like I said, it was a busy day. I'm glad I got that whole episode recorded. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I will be back tomorrow. I'm going to go work on the website and Instagram. So thedailyroyal.com and the Daily Royal on Instagram. Please go like, follow, visit those things. Um, and then for this podcast, please like and review it. Um, and I will talk to you all tomorrow, provided there are a good amount of events. If there aren't, we'll talk on Tuesday and do a four-day episode yet again. Um, we'll just see what tomorrow brings. So with that, I will talk to you all then. Until then, have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you all hopefully tomorrow. Bye.